to the Idea Dynamo podcast. I am your host, the Idea Dynamo herself, Samantha Pierce. I asked my children what I should talk about in this episode of the Idea Dynamo podcast. And their answer was about people being attacked for being Asian. Now, it's, it's been in the news a lot, the rise of hate crimes and attacks against Asian Americans. And I asked my children why they thought Asian Americans were being targeted and attacked by people. And they said to me that it was because people thought Asians were responsible for deliberately creating the coronavirus that causes COVID-19. Now, they were entirely wrong about that especially given that some of our political leaders for the last year, for the entirety of the pandemic actually, insisted on calling COVID-19 the Wuhan virus after the city in China that first experienced these, the large scale infections that we know of. Now, we have lots of good reasons why it's really dumb to name a virus after a city or a country but for some people, they just didn't think those reasons were good enough. And here we are. Now, people are acting as if these, these attacks against Asian Americans, the, the prejudice against Asian Americans is, is somehow new. Um, but from my perspective, COVID is just the latest excuse to discriminate against Asian Americans. This isn't new, folks. Growing up in New York City in the 1980s and the 1990s, living side by side with people from all over the world, I saw firsthand just how vile the discrimination against Asian Americans gets. I mean, it it was not pretty, and you know, I I, I saw I saw people you know, addressing Asian Americans, my, my friends and just random strangers with the, the slurs, making fun of their skin color or making fun of their facial, facial features. I saw people making fun of Asian Americans for their first language not being English and making fun of their language. I saw people making fun of, of Asian Americans for their food and saying really ridiculous stuff about what Asians eat. I mean, it, it was it was dumb. And yeah, I had friends who were attacked for being Asian. I, I watched a number of my friends endure all kinds of discrimination because they were Asian. And don't make the mistake of thinking that it was exclusively white people who were doing the discriminating. My experience was that um, everybody engaged in it. And my experience this far has been that there's no one race or ethnicity that really has, that has cornered the market on discrimination and racism. We all do it. <laughs> and I witnessed people of all races and ethnicities discriminating against Asian Americans. And I never could figure out why. Um, 
I mean, does it really make sense anyway, no matter who, what the group is that, that people are discriminating against? Does it really make sense, that discrimination? Does it really make sense to make fun of people for eating a variety of food? Does it really make sense to make fun of people for speaking a language other than English or the, the, the languages that you are used to? No, it doesn't make any sense at all. I also had the experience growing up of getting odd looks from the adults um, as the only black kid hanging out <laughs> with a bunch of Asian kids. Most of my friends in high school were Asian. That's just the way it fell out. The common ground, the common connection that we had was faith. That's what drew us together. That's where I met them all. I met them all in a, in a club for Christian kids. I'm like, oh, they're just like me. Yeah, they were Asian. So what? Yeah, they spoke a language other than English at home with their parents. So what? The important connector for me was that we shared that Christian faith. And as people are, are beginning to become aware of the fact that Asian Americans are discriminated against, um, it, it's a little bit fascinating for me to watch. Perhaps because social media exists now and information can travel farther and faster than it could in the, the 1980s and the 1990s, more and more people are aware of the discrimination, the kind of discrimination that Asian Americans are facing in the US, but this kind of discrimination, it's not new. It's not at all new. And it has its roots deep in the history of the United States. When people first started immigrating to the US from Asia, um, Chinese immigrants, they experienced all kinds of discrimination. They were limited in what kind of jobs they could hold. They were limited in where they could live. They had just about no rights. They were another exploited labor force, basically. In American history, we have the, the internment of Japanese Americans, people who were American citizens for really no other reason than the fact that they were Asian. They lost their homes, they lost their lands, they lost their livelihoods. Why? Because of xenophobia, basically. I mean, people couldn't wrap their heads around the fact that Asian Americans were in fact Americans and were in fact committed to the American ideal and the American dream. And so people, whole families were uprooted and sent to internment camps on the West Coast, including the families of people who were serving in the, serving in the military for the United States, fighting Nazis and, and, and fighting the, the, the Japanese empire to help save the world. And America just couldn't wrap its head around the fact that Asian Americans could be patriotic. And there's so many more stories like that of how Asian Americans have been discriminated against all along. And again, the discrimination that we're seeing now, it's not new. Things like this have been happening 
all along. And I guess people are paying attention now. And the question needs to be, well, what are we going to do about it now that we're paying attention? That's a, that's a great question. What are we going to do now that people are paying attention to the fact that Asian Americans are being discriminated against, have been discriminated against all along? And what are we going to do about that stereotype that Asians make the ideal immigrant because they work so hard and they are able to be successful despite all the discrimination against them. One of the fonder memories I have of my childhood is when my mother uh, took my sisters and I after school to the neighborhood grocery store that was run by Asians, um, Koreans, I believe, because you know, because of historical reasons, when Asian Americans come to the United States, they end up doing those kinds of things because that's the stereotype. That's where they get funneled into. And I remember the conversation being between my mom and the store owner who had her daughter working in the store after school. And so these two immigrant moms were you know talking to each other there was some uh you know there's there was some limited proficiency with english but it, it was kind of cute because they were both bragging about how smart their kids were <laughs> and uh, the uh the store owner's daughter who was clearly pressed into service after school working at the family store had this long suffering look on her face, like it's okay, kid, they'll get it out of their system. And then we can go back to doing our kid stuff. And for me, that was a moment of connection between two immigrant mothers who loved their children and valued their children. And I think that might have been one of my first interactions with Asian people. And it was this interaction that I, I could see the similarity in experiences between my mother and the Asian store owner. They were both mothers. They were both dedicated to their children. They were both proud of their children. They were both willing to brag about their children to a complete stranger. <laughs> and that has also shaped my experience and my impression of people. And so listening to my children describe what they think about the, this new awareness of discrimination against Asian Americans, it's, I, I'm really saddened by the fact that this is something they have to be aware of. And this is something that they're concerned about. They're concerned about the safety of their friends. They're concerned about the safety of strangers. And for my part as a mother, I have to help talk them through, well, why are people beating up random Asian women in the street? Why are they beating up people's grandmas? Why are they beating up store owners? Why are they yelling awful slurs at just random people in the street? It's because people are scared. <laughs> it, part of it is being scared. Part of it is, yes, we are, over a year into a pandemic. But that's not an excuse. That doesn't make it okay. And my children understand that. 
it's really disappointing that the adults can't seem to get it. And so this is the world I'm living in right now. These are the conversations that I'm having with my children, explaining to them that this is not okay, that no kids, it doesn't make any sense that people are doing this to their fellow Americans. And so I, I, I have a bit of a jaded reaction response to, to the trendy hashtags about stop Asian hate. Cause I'm like, well, it's nice that y'all are paying attention now, but I don't think the hashtag is gonna do it. What is going to do it is having real human, authentic relationships with people who on the surface appear to be different from you and having a deep enough relationship to realize, oh, y'all aren't that different from me after all. Because frankly, that's what I realized about all of my friends. Okay, on the surface, we look different. But we've had a, a over 25 year friendship now. And we sh there's so much more that we share in common than that is different about us. And even the things that are different about us, we're okay with that. We find those differences interesting. We celebrate those differences. I'm currently learning Mandarin, Vietnamese, and Korean. Why? Because I find those different languages interesting and fascinating. And learning the language, oh, I'm also learning Japanese. And learning the language helps me better understand the culture. And better understanding foreign cultures helps me better understand American culture, because guess what? American culture is made up of all of the different foreign cultures of all of the immigrants that have come here down through the centuries. And I think that's how we are going to move away from these knee-jerk reactions against people who are different from us. Actually take the time to learn about someone's culture, learn about someone's history, when you look at the history of Asian people in America, it's kind of one of those things where, but why did y'all keep coming here? You know that people treated all of you like people were jerks. People are still jerks. And the fact that people keep coming to the US from all over Asia, it boggles my mind. <laughs> Knowing the kind of discrimination that they are going to face when they get here. And it speaks to the fact that there are many groups who have been discriminated against throughout American history, who nonetheless understand what is great about America. They understand the, the, this idea of freedom and they appreciate that. And they, they want to be a part of that America where people are free. And I think we owe each other, as Americans, we owe each other the, the freedom that we, all, that we hold so dear for ourselves. And I think we owe it to each other to 
make sure that we advocate that each and every one of us is free and able to pursue the things that are of interest of us, are able to live our lives without fear, without discrimination. And so I've had that conversation with my children about what it means to be American, what it means to stand up for people who are being discriminated against. And for my friends, my Asian friends that I've known for, for many, many years, you know, we, you, you're just like me. And I think that's the thing that's gonna help us. When we realize that all the people that we think are different, all the people that we're afraid of, actually, no, they're, they're, they're not that different from you. And even those differences are things that can make the bond between Americans stronger. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Idea Dynamo podcast. I am the Idea Dynamo herself, Samantha Pierce. And join me next time where I'll probably have another topic to talk about that was picked out by my children. And maybe next time I'll actually get them to come on the podcast with me and you'll get to hear their thoughts and their voices. Thank you for listening and hope to have you join me again next time.